get right to our next guest. David Dietz is with us, Managing Principal and Senior Portfolio Strategist, PPAC Private Wealth Management. David, wonderful to see you. As you were looking through the markets, I know you said uh, somewhat of a cautionary tone here based on all the balls in the air, really, as you were as you were noting different things and reasons from inflation to geopolitics and some concerns um, there, the constraints that we've been facing, stopping the market from really running hot. Paint us a picture of how an investor should view this market. Well, you know, we're actually pretty constructive here. Um, and I think it's really four reasons. I think it's history. I think it's earnings. I think it's sentiment. I think it's interest rates. I mean, historically, we just saw a correction in many indexes across the markets in January. It was really the, the, the worst month since the depths of the pandemic. When you look back in history, the odds start to turn in your favor that you're going to see above average returns three, six, nine, 12 months going up. It's not a guarantee, but the odds start to go in your favor. Earnings, when Q4 is all said and done, I think we're going to see earnings up 20% year over year. We're still seeing beats um, uh, better than uh, consensus estimates, greater than historically we've seen, although not quite as good as last year. Sentiment. You know, a week ago Monday, that VIX skyrocketed. There were massive liquidations. Retail investors jumped off the roof. And historically, from a contrarian perspective, that actually lays the groundwork for a better market going forward. And finally, interest rates. I know the forecasts are for them to go up. They probably will go up. But look, if you look at the PE on stocks, it's about 20. But if you take a 2% yield on a corporate bond, that's sort of roughly 50 times earnings. 20 times earnings versus 50 times earnings. I still think there's a tremendous incentive to keep plowing into the stock market. But of course, now with valuations up, you want to be selective. Yeah, understood. So that being said, you have a few stocks to watch. Are these picks, are they picks or are they names that you're looking for entry points because they're almost picks? It's when you say stocks to watch, I, I, I start to wonder why you're bringing them to our attention. And that includes Amgen, Discover Financial, and L3 Harris. Absolutely, Nicole. Well, I mean, it's really a combination. You can have a great stock. I mean, at one point, Peloton was the best thing since sliced bread or, or Snowflake and so forth. But if you pay too much, you can risk half your capital. So what we're doing here is looking for blue chips, well-run companies, but now because of the recent back off in markets since uh, basically since last November, we think there's attractive entry points. Nicole, let's start with Amgen. If you look at biotech generally, they're at like a 20 month low, it's chaos there. So we went and said, what's the blue chip in the area? And we like Amgen, I mean, they've got some great cholesterol migraine drugs, which is adding luster to that pipeline. They bought this company called Decode, which is giving them new opportunities to identify drug targets using genetics. And of course, let's remember going back to that valuation, it's down about 15% from its October high. You're only paying about 14 times earnings, which is a nice discount from that market multiple. Um, we like dividends now in a volatile market. They've got a dividend of 3.4%. But what I like even better than a decent dividend is a growing dividend. It's grown 14% over the last five years. We think there's reasonable growth going ahead. And, and, and given that biotech's out of favor, this could be a good time to enter that stock. Understood. And then you have um, DFS, which is Discover Financial and L3 Harris. Tell me about those. 
Sure. Uh, so Discover Financial is a leader, really, in digital banking and credit cards, having both the, the diners and Discover cards, plus they have one of the largest ATM networks. Uh, you know, what, what do we like about them? Well, first of all, it's selling for less than 10 times earnings, which is a huge discount to the overall market. Again, talking about our entry point, we're 15 percent below last uh, summer's high. You know, the dividend is only 2 percent, which is still greater than the market. But what I like better is grown 11 percent annually for the last five years. And with the payout ratio, only about 10%, they have a lot of room to hike that dividend. I also like highly profitable companies. This has one of the highest returns on equity or return on assets of any company out there, 45% on that return on equity. So, you know, also when you're looking at what happened with Amex, where they have very strong earnings growth, we think that that can also bleed over to the other card issuers like Discover and Diners. And finally, L3 Harris. You know, the nice thing about defense companies is they don't move with the economic cycle. They move with all sorts of geopolitical concerns. I think when you're looking at North Korea, looking at Ukraine, you know those geopolitical concerns haven't gone uh, gone away. L3 Harris, again, is at about 15% discount to this recent uh, target, uh, to its recent price, um, has a below average multiple, a very solidly growing dividend, about 14% annually. Um, and we think that can increase too. And so, you know, we like that as kind of a niche play in an overall portfolio, something aligned with the Defense, which isn't going to go up and down with just the, the, the GDP. Yeah, and as you talk about a lot of the headwinds facing the market, we also have tailwinds too. I mean, it's not all bad. So um, there are some pieces of good news and obviously Omicron, as you noted in your notes, receding a little bit. So we'll have some takeaways. Thank you so much. David Dietz, wonderful to see you. And thank you for those three names too. We appreciate it. David Dietz, PPAC Private Wealth Management.